All Creek Concrete Placement LLC, serving Hudson Valley, New York, with a wide variety of services, including installation and repair of driveways, garage floors, patios, sidewalks, walkways, and stairs, stamp concrete, color, seal, and epoxy. All Creek is fully insured, 27 years of service. Contact today to get your quote. Ladies and gentlemen, a brand new place is coming to get your haircuts at called House of Barbers, located at 3434 North Road, Poughkeepsie, New York, in between Rhinebeck Savings Bank and Applebee's, across the way from Marist College. Contact Sal at House of Barbers HV on Instagram. Make your appointments today, June of 2023, House of Barbers. Finally TV, but you don't need cable or sling to see me. Black on his soapbox, gave in his bag. Let us some real black ink. Load the nine with the mag. First take, the last take. We can juggle the top. Like a barber with the clips, the way we talk in the shop. And since life is like a movie, we gon' stick to the plot. That's why we sponsored by the brand and scrape the white off the top. Get it? That means we dope. So I'm money my brothers and sisters to stay woke. And we gon' lace the product with facts and straight jokes. The voice of the valley is here to spread hope. Supports a steep slope. They gon' have to let me cook. I don't know how to stop. From the culture to the music, anything else hot. Catch us every Tuesday once you step in the house Cause all they really wanna know What we talking about, I'm out Ooh, and here we go Another episode of What We Talking About Yes, indeedy. Welcome back to another episode of What We Talking About. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Gabriel. If you don't know me, you're going to want to know me. Get next to me. And as always, I am joined by my co-host extraordinaire, King Blackout himself. How you doing? Good, sir. Shit. <laughs> Here we are on a Tuesday. Feeling good. It's hot outside. Definitely in the middle of summer right now. My car was telling me it was about 90-something degrees on my way home. Um, thunderstorms came in, cooled things down a little bit. But, Black, how was your day? How was your week, man? Chill. Hold <laughs> <laughs> <Yo. laughs> on. Let me, fix, let me fix my shit right quick. Hold on. Listen. Listen, we out here trying to do a show. All right? Listen. Um, for everybody out there, make sure you hit that like, hit that share for me. You already know what to do. Um, say hello in them comments, even if you're just stopping by for a quick moment. I always appreciate that. Um, shout out to everybody who tunes in, for everybody who interrupts. I love it. Let's go. Let's get it. Black, you was going to tell us how your week was, sir. What's going on? It's the rock. It's the... <laughs> Where'd you go to the... It's been good, bro. What's up? What you went to the museum or something? You went down the, to book it's, it's the rock. You was down there. What up, Angie? Angie in the What's building. Super producer, big Ange. You know what nah, I'm saying? Good. I had a good week, bro. How was your week? My week was good, man. Eventful at work, as always, kept me real busy. Um, definitely enjoyed the weekend just chilling with Angie. Um, I got some pool time in on, on Saturday with the dogs, just kind of chilling. 
um after a bunch of yard work and getting things right you know it's like that's the reward it's like i i work hard i get sweaty you know what i mean i'm doing mad things i'm i'm like basically working out in the yard and then the reward is just to fall in the pool that's basically <laughs> that's how that go <laughs> so got you got you you know so nothing wrong with that i did i sat down for like i say like a good hour and a half with a drill with a brush extension on it getting in my wheels like cleaning out my wheels and getting them all right and getting in the little wait, wait, crevices. You, had, you had the drill on you i had the drill on me that the pole like the like the blade <laughs> i had the drill on me with the with the big big time big bullet brush <laughs> bullet brush not, you heard me we're not, look we're not using these no more we just gonna get real real raw uh-oh yeah, you had you had the, you had the thing I had, no mm -hmm. i had i i had the thing like all right <laughs> 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 yo what's up dashia wallace in the building what's going on sierra um listen for everybody tuning in from across the whole world i want to say thank you i want to say shout out to the village global network i want to say shout out to kuzo fm i want to say shout out to wapter music uh culture shock radio and the tattoo shop radio all powered by xeno.fm we out here getting sent around the world to 117 countries every tuesday at noon so if everybody listening to this on the playback salute to you and remember if you want to get live content right away right here right now you can tune in every tuesday facebook youtube finally tv as a matter of fact today yeah. i have started streaming on twitch hello finally tv that's what's up you know what I'm saying? So, like, when do I get my piece of that? I don't know. As soon as we start making some bread, you get you get all the pieces. Yeah, that ain't how, that ain't how this work, bro. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Listen. Yo. Nah, listen. Nah, listen. <laughs> I ain't never seen no actor say, as soon as you sell tickets, then I'm going to do your movie. Like, nah. Mm -hmm. Where my bag at, Gabe? I think it's, like, right behind you. We just can't see it right now. It's probably behind that big ass green screen you got, but it's it's right it's right there. It's on the floor, just waiting for you to pick it up. Yo, listen, shout mm -hmm. out to Angie for reminding me. I did an interview um on yesterday, actually, and uh with a battle rapper named Real Talk, who'd been around for a minute. He'd been around since like 2010 or so in the battle rap scene, was on grind time and all that. He's from Syracuse, lives over in Buffalo. Real cool dude, but got on to one of the biggest cards of the year going down in Cali. His name is Real Talk. That was a dope conversation. You go check out my Instagram and check out that conversation. I'm actually, what's going on, Sha? We got Rec Boys in the building. You already know what it is on Wednesday, 7 p.m. right here on Facebook and YouTube. Um, but yeah, this GTX card, it's the Battle of the Bay going down. And uh, this dude, Disaster, is the one putting everything together. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to make some things happen and we'll see what goes down. But I'm, on Thursday, I'm interviewing Hussein, who is mm. from New York. I, do you know who yep. Hussein is? Yep. Yeah. Tap in with me on uh, Instagram, 830 on Thursday. Me and Hussein going to uh, have a nice conversation about his uh, matchup that he's got going on. He's uh, battling a kid named Fate. I never heard of Fate before. Um so I'm I'm rooting for home team all day. But yeah, tap into my IG on uh Thursday, 8 30. I think y'all like that. And hopefully the third piece of this puzzle comes in and it would it would make it extraordinary. 
uh but yeah check that out but yeah i had a i had an interesting week man that's how that's how this week culminated you know from tuesday to tuesday yesterday i ended up doing that talking to dude for like an hour i thought it was gonna be like a 15 minute thing and we ended up just like kicking in talking battle rap and talking about you know um style clashes and talking about matchups and predictions and all that so if you like battle rap go ahead check that out um yeah um man what an interesting what an interesting time it is now black i'm just i'm looking at my phone and all of our subjects you know that we had talk about and there was one subject that you had that you wanted to talk about. Let's set it off with that because I think we'll, we're, it's not going to get woven into what we're talking about for the rest of the day with um, the young lady and her shenanigans. Yo, what's going on, Monster in the building? You was mad excited, bro. Yeah, I'm excited when Monster comes. Yo, I used to see Monster and talk to Monster every day. Then Monster stopped being my friend. And now I only see him virtually on Facebook. That's what's up, yo. You know, if it makes you feel, I appreciate that, monster. It makes you feel any better. I had on a green shirt today, and then when I turned my camera on, all you could see was like this black floating head. (laughs) It wasn't a a good look, so you know, I mean, I hit the abracadabra presto change on and had to to pull out the red because I I look like a weird, a weird thing just floating here on screen, bro. For everybody listening, MP3 world. Uh, all across the world uh-huh. it's true because when we stream this and we got this video going we both got green screens up and it's true i put on a shirt one day i came down and same thing black i was this weird like stick <laughs> like these weird sticks right and like a head just floating around it was really weird bro <laughs> bro <laughs> spooky uh, listen let's talk about let's talk about carly though yeah let's talk about let's talk yeah. about little miss thing yeah. carly, why carly's famous because she 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 first name now Mm-hmm. We all know her. So if y'all know who Carly is, you must have been under a rock somewhere. But I'll tell you, Carly's that girl who was um chasing toddlers on the highway, allegedly, and got kidnapped for two days, allegedly, and then showed up at her parents' house um because she had escaped. Right, right, right. The escape part's the best part. <laughs> By the way, she escaped twice. The first time they caught her and brought her back. The second time, you know, she got a, she got away. Um, <laughs> so I've been I've been watching the Hoover Police because uh-huh. they've been they've been social mediaing it up, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we're well, having done, fun with this now. She don't she don't told everybody she lied. She 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 lied, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. She she made a mis- she made a mistake that um she gonna learn from. Um, but it was all a hoax. She just wanted to slide for two days with somebody else. Um, <clears throat> so. When that happens, because she uh-huh. she she didn't implicate anybody, right? Nope, nope, no, right. So, like in this in, in this scenario, there's no like legal ramification here, yeah. right? It's a crime. What she did. It is a crime. What she it did is a crime. Yes. So, I kind of wanted to eat that a little bit just for playing with the game. Wait, you want her to get the full the Not full the whole extent thing. of the law? No, not the full extent, but you know, I think she yeah. should get. I think she should feel a little agita. She shouldn't get away scot free like she did nothing wrong. So, like, um, extreme situations, people have been known to have to to pay for the time of the people who's doing that. So, if the department spent a hundred thousand dollars in resources, they had a helicopter looking mm-hmm. for your body, all kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll go ahead and drop that bill in your lap. Like that's you go ahead and eat that. Some yeah. shit they know you can't recover from. You feel me? 
Right. Um, I think filing a false report and shit like that, it's like six months. But who but who filed the report? She did. She filed it? Yeah, she lied. I was she went oh. when she got when she came home, I was kidnapped. Oh, she said that. Oh, oh, got you, got you, got you. Okay, she ain't, she ain't show a poem and be like, I'm here, it's cool. She right, said, no, right. right, 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 right. Okay, right, right. Now it's playing out right in my head. So, if everybody yeah. else that wasn't playing out right, there you go. Now we made the revelation, right? So, when she gets when she comes home and said, Oh, this is my second attempt, but I made it home, somebody kidnapped me. Facts. That at that point when she went to the cops, that's the crime. It ain't her fault that she got missing for two days. Mm-hmm. Um, no, let me say that back. No, the crime started when she lied because she called mm-hmm. the cops on herself mm-hmm. that she saw a boy walking down the highway and then screamed. Mm-hmm. She was talking to police and then pretended mm-hmm. that she got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So it ain't even just when she came home; it's when she left. She had already broke the law. Ay 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 ay. Um. Yeah. I don't respect yeah. it, Black. I don't respect it. Yeah. Um, it's trash. And she set us back 40 years. You know how hard mm. it is for Black people to get the cops to act right towards them? <laughs> to, to search for them, protect them, not shoot them? You set us back 40... For, it's 1983. <laughs> mm. We just stopped listening to hippie music. <laughs> the boys just came home from the do war. You, do, you, do you, like... It's interesting you bring up that perspective, yeah. right? So me being, you know, for everybody who don't know who's listening to MP3 land, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. I consider myself of the brown community. Um, blackout is all types of things over there. <laughs> but you relate yeah. with the black community, right? Because I'm, I'm black, but I go ahead. Right. But listen, but you many mm-hmm. things are like Asian, all types of weird shit. All right. So anyway. It's just black. It's just black. <laughs> <laughs> but coming from us. Right. Mm-hmm. With that perspective, do yeah. are you offended at that behavior and her super doing that? Offended. Super offended. Right? Super. Super offended. Right. Like it's like the more I'm sitting here just like digesting it, it's like it's, it's a not angering me, but it's like it's making me shake my head on the inside, man. Like why? But not just for what monsters saying. Like you're doing it for the fame. That sounds like you. Like what you just say. You really are. You really trying to make us look a type of way out here. We've been set back. It's 40 years right here. I'm I say that facetiously. Go look it up. That's the word of the day. It but is. um, but also seriously, <laughs> like, like, bruh, you know how many people go missing every day in the world? Mm-hmm. Women, right. men, children playing with a real game. A real game, right? Mm-hmm. People go missing all the time. So for mm-hmm. your happy old jolly go lucky black ass mm-hmm. to pretend to be getting snatched up. Cause you was looking for a toddler just so you can slide off for the weekend and not get in trouble with your folks or whatever you was doing, <laughs> whatever responsibility you didn't want at that time. So that somebody else had to do it. So you could go fuck around. Yeah, just say, was- I, I wanted to be with Jimmy. Like, don't, don't call the cops and pretend to get kidnapped. Just say, I ain't shit. I ain't about shit. So I'm like, done with it. people nah, are crazy. Shout out Matt. Back, bro. 40 years. Talking out with podcasts in the building, guys. And the crowd, and the crazy part is, bro, even if she got a fine and did, I don't know, 90 days in county, mm-hmm. she's famous now. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be a pair of Jay-Z's in like a year doing a walkthrough for 10 bands. This is mm-hmm. this is how stupid the world is. She famous. 
that's a big fact, man. It's sad that it's, it's it's sad that it's really like that, but it is like that, man. Ay ay ay. Remember Shiggy, the guy who did a little Shiggy dance to to the Drake mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Remember we had him up here doing the Shiggy dance during the pandemic. That happened. Mm-hmm. Got me and my feelings. He was doing his little dance. He was mm-hmm. making bands, just traveling around the country, dancing for ten seconds. What am I stupid. doing out here? I'm I'm the one who's dumb. I'm the one that don't. I don't get it. I'm the don't one who don't get it. But <laughs> if my big black ass get kidnapped, don't nobody give a fuck. Listen, listen. <laughs> let me be in the bro- <laughs> listen to be high. <laughs> yeah, he big like that. He don't give a fuck now. I'll be dead somewhere in a fucking ditch. That motherfucking Carly don't fucked up the church's money. Yo, do better. Big facts. <sighs> um, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on that, man. I'm good on that. Listen, um. Shout out to, to Nicki Minaj, man. You know, sometimes you do things in life and you set yourself up for a great success later, not even realizing the play that's coming. You know what I'm saying? And for her and her nation of fans and supporters to be the Barbs and for this movie, Barbie movie to come out, man, it has greatly affected the um stream numbers for one Nicki Minaj where her stuff is up like I think they said like 12 or 13 percent over like it just jumped out of nowhere that's dope man so shout out to Nicki and the barbs and her getting some run and some play on her older stuff um but yeah did you hear that too that the, the Barbie movie pushed her up a little bit all y'all middle-aged motherfuckers going to watch this Barbie movie Shame on you. <laughs> Even the girls, the girls, they grew up with this stuff. Shame. You 40. My sister had that. My sister you had 40 that. You 40 wearing pink talk about, I'm a Barbie girl. Fuck out of here. Shame. Shame. I Listen, bro. Watching, watching Margot Robbie, watching two 45-year-old actors play these roles, it's cringe. <laughs> I it's <didn't> cringy. <laughs> And this movie right. made three hundred and fifty million dollars this past week. Yeah, three hundred and fifty million globally. That is mm. nuts. And help Nikki get 12 percent more than she was. Shame getting. on you. <laughs> Listen, bro. I see men talk about going to watch Barbie. With who, nah. your girl? Nah, nah, me. nah. Solo. They would have to say pause after for me. Well, I'm gonna shame. think something. <laughs> That's and a you know, yo, yo, your monster. You're right. I also heard. It's pretty good. Guess when I'm gonna see it? Never. Yeah. What's Angie you on saying? Peacock in, in, in six months. Um, but the fashion alone and the publicity tours was fire. Yeah, no, I know. They they did a great job with the movie. I knew it was coming. You know what I'm saying? I want nothing to do with a Barbie doll. Although I will say five year old men and women watching Barbie. Shame. And said, but if it was G.I. Joe, the fact is that they did G.I. Joe and it just and didn't hit like bomb. this. Yeah, it was trash because we it knew better. It didn't hit like this. No, but shout out to, to yo, know, because I'm not stupid. Probably across the world. It couldn't have been just in the States. Maybe it was. No, it was 100, 100 and what? 50 million in the States. And everywhere else was two. Everywhere else. 80 globally. Everywhere else. Yeah, it's like 330, three something, 330. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. I ain't gonna lie. When I was a kid, Barbie was the other toy, bro. If you right, was a girl, I know, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Yeah. It was Transformers or G.I. Joe and Barbie, bro. And Facts. Barbie outlasted everybody. Like it, that, she was there, she was there before them, and then she lasted past them. I I'm not mad at it. I get I understand. I know why they did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Barbie was so big, right? And mm -hmm. I also get the nostalgia play. That's the reason why the actors are in their forties. Yeah. It's a nostalgia play. It is. It is. Because if Cause they would have cast some twenty year olds, it's my generation. Yeah. Yeah, we would. The older folks wouldn't have watched it. Right. So. Right. I get it, but nah. And yeah. and then. The whole branding of putting it with Oppenheimer, which ain't got shit to do with Barbie, and calling it Barbenheimer, it's crazy because Oppenheimer made like eighty million this weekend. Oppenheimer is the type of movie that gets made and it's out the theaters in two weeks. Mm -hmm. People don't go watch a three-hour documentary, basically, about <laughs> making a bomb. There's no war. There's no action. The end is a CG explosion, and then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? It's three hours of just them talking about making a bomb. And that shit did 80 fucking million dollars. By the way, y'all, Shazam didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Angie's talking crazy about Transformers. The nerve. This is crazy. How can you talk? Say, Listen, grown ass men watching Transformers is normal to me. I'm sorry. But that's a guy. I don't know, man. My only issue with what Black was saying is the guys who went and saw it by themselves. That's not weird the to you? Guy, that's weird to me. Right. That's the part that's weird to me. Yeah. Everything else I get. Like, I get why it blew up because girl, I feel like girls always go and support what they love more than guys do anyway. Sh sure. I just don't expect to see 45-year-old women acting like they're 12. But I understand it, though, because they they that's what that was the toy when they were a kid. I get it, bro. But like that nah. was the toy, the I'm toy for many, a girl. I'm, here, let, me, all right, let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me put it in context. You go to Don't your like job, Barbie movie, and your <laughs> vice president, your director of marketing, your uh -huh. CEO comes work that Friday, dressed in pink like a Barbie. Talk about some. I'm going to the Barbie movie. Your respect for them just drops twenty five levels. Am I wrong? <laughs> Right. Yo, Gabe, you go to work and your GM walks in with some. I'm going to the Barbie movie dressed in all pink. What you saying, man? This motherfucker. Hold up, I am the GM. You know what? So I if mean. the owner walked in, you know and what was, I mean, Gabe. I would be you like, I mean. uh, yeah, no, you can go ahead with that. I'm not going to see Barbie. That's that's no, that's no for me. That that would make me let you think about who i associate myself with the him her they shit you know what i'm saying nah man i'm not going to see bar i don't care that there was a ken i don't care ken was feminine he had no dick and balls you know what i'm saying like it's no weird dick and balls. <laughs> you know what there I'm was saying? two women like, and one looked like a dude that's it <laughs> yeah, <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yo sh yo shout out to the people shout out to the have-nots man we know the have-nots very well and angie Grew up with Bibby Bo. <laughs> she couldn't have no Barbie. So she had Bibby Bo. And that was the Greek cheap version of Barbie. All right. So she, shout out to the have nots, man. We know. We already know. We with you. We rock with you, Angie. Um, can't wait for the, the Lego Barbie movie, Monster says. Um, our man levels take a dip in this situation. <laughs> they really, they really gonna make this a franchise. I'm about to see 50-year-old Margot Robbie being a Barbie doll. 
Nah, nothing about that sounds appealing like what the hell no nah, i'm not like i don't like that part <laughs> i don't like that part at all listen uh shout out to the barbie movie shout out to the creators and the actors and all that stuff man i hope that this whole thing has worked out with the actors and the writers and this whole thing and and able to get what they want what what's good, interesting good for them yeah no good for them what's interesting about that whole fight is that now they're on it with the whole you know, getting paid for per stream thing. Now they're the ones in tune with that now, right? Right. I, I think there's a good time for music to get on board and unite and get it done. See, the problem is we already doing that. The DSPs already do that. It's just that the ratio is so fucked up. Yeah. To right? per play to pay, right? The play right. to right. That's what they're fighting for, Black. That's what I'm right. talking about. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So, that's why I think they should all band together and just say, yo, let's do this all at the same time. You know, and that's what I'm saying. Cool. They, they, that's what they've done. They need to do more. They need to really unify. Like, because it's writers and actors, not the music people. Oh, you're saying musicians to join them. Yeah. They're not part of that union, though. It's a whole different union. It's 2023, bro. A lot of things don't exist. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. But, like, that, I mean, now's the time. Now, now this, because, like, yo, you got people who are very intelligent who never gave thought to this type of thing. And now they are, you know, right. so the ideas that could come out of this probably be very fruitful for everybody. If everybody's just paying attention, you know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, man, it's an interesting time. So shout out to them. Shout out to Barbie. Shout out to um, Nikki for getting it on like that. I, I appreciate um, people just going back and listening to her stuff and the Barb's going crazy, but yo, not everybody is having fun right now. You heard little baby had to cancel his shows because he had no ticket sales or low ticket sales, unexpectedly low ticket sales. Does that surprise you that uh, he had to cancel some shows? No, no, it doesn't to me either, man. Are we bad people? Are we haters or are we just realists? And and it just is what it is for now. I think our reasons might be different. Mm -hmm. So why do you think he got low sales? I Because I know why. I think he got low sales. But why do you think he's getting low sales now? I I just think that, he, one, he's just not out there in the forefront right now. You That's know crazy. What I'm See, and I figured he was going that route. Nah, he outside. He could he could be outside, but he's not. I'm telling you, he's not He's not shaking the world right now. And I think right now people are. He's got three are, singles in the top 40. What you talking about? Yeah, but Black. I'm not seeing him like that is what I'm You're saying. You're not checking. And, You're and not when checking. I'm not, when you when I'm not seeing, when I'm not seeing them at all, that means that they are not doing something right. That's not I, that works. I, I am kind of scouting. And I are you on TikTok? Seeing. Are you on TikTok? No. no. That's where the music breaks. I keep explaining that to you. That's what, <laughs> if you want to know what's, no, seriously, if you want to know what's hot. Shout out Ninja Turtles. Go to TikTok. All right. So I'm going to say the reason is not him. I'm going to say that the reason is people. And I just think people are being a little extra picky about what they're willing to go and conjugate at nowadays. I really do. I think smaller venues are going to be the move for a while, even for big name artists, because you're going to want to pack out 500 person place rather than having a 7,500 person place capacity and only selling a thousand tickets. It's going to feel way better to sell, you know, 550 tickets at a spot that's 700 people you know i just that's what i think but what do you think you tell me he was touring if you talk about artists and music 
right now popping. Little Baby's probably in the top 10, but he's probably like ninth or 10th. And that's that's mm-hmm. good. I mean, on the planet, like big mm-hmm. artists touring. The problem is that he's touring against the greatest touring acts of all time. Mm. Little Baby didn't start with low cells. The low cells started once the fucking El Nino, once the storm of the century gathered. He's mm-hmm. touring while Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and Beyonce and Travis Scott are all on tour. Mm. That's why he's suffering. Those are the three highest touring acts of the 21st century mm. in that order. Taylor, Beyonce, Travis Scott, who, by the mm. way, his last tour went fucking diamond. Like the mm-hmm. man sold out everything. Mm-hmm. They're all touring right now. And little baby is filling the decline in sales. By the way, I left out the one rapper that's bigger than him mm. who just stopped his tour. Who, right? Drake? No, Lil Dirk was also on tour. Oh, Dirk was on. Yeah. Dirk was also on tour. And he just stopped his tour due to exhaustion. But the reality is even his numbers was dwindling because Beyonce and Taylor Swift and Travis is on the road. So what's happening is they're all competing and we can't all afford $1,000 tickets. And, and literally, oh. that's not that's not my opinion. Those are the three biggest torn acts on the planet. Taylor, Beyonce, and Travis Scott. You can't it's compete. A, it's great information and a great observation by you. So that's a great point. And Monster's echoing what you just said. You know, entertainment is becoming expensive. And I think you have to pick and choose what you go to. It's happening with artists and other genres that normally sell well. And it just it's it just piggybacks what you just said and puts a nice little underscore on everything you just said. You know what I mean? You got to wait till next year, bro. Nobody trying to hear Lil Baby when Beyonce and Taylor outside and mm-hmm. Travis who ain't dropped the album in five years is on is mm-hmm. outside with the Utopia tour. Like mm-hmm. it's just bananas for those artists, and those is literally the biggest touring artists on the planet. But it's crazy. Let me ask let, let me ask you this. And 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 you might not know, but and it's okay mm-hmm. if you don't. Are the Taylor Swift fans the same little baby fans? Yeah, there's crossover. There is? Yeah, a yeah lot? there is. A lot? I, would, I wouldn't say the majority, but there is. And what I would say is that um, little black boys ain't the ones spending $1,000 to go to a little baby concert. Mm. It's, it's, it's middle class white girls and boys. Yeah. Sure That's, thing. Miguel the demos in these concerts is not us, even if, even if we're the artists. That's not who's buying those tickets. Can't afford it. It's always been. It's always been how 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 well do you cross over? Mm-hmm. Travis Scott was the first artist to do a concert in Fortnite. That's what made him blow up. He was the first rapper to get in Fortnite. The first personality to have his likeness put in Fortnite. Fortnite is gaming for people under fifteen, right? Yeah. And it oh, made yeah. him huge. That's why yeah. he had to do an album in five years. It made yeah. him huge. So him being back outside, yes, it's little white girls and little white boys going to see Travis Scott. Absolutely. Gotcha. Beyonce's a legacy act. Mm-hmm. So if you got to choose between uh, Travis Scott and Beyonce, they the, the black women and men are going to Beyonce because, you know, your girl want to see Beyonce. Right. And then everybody else who ain't a tweener, who ain't 12, anybody who grew up mm-hmm. in Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is going to see Taylor Swift. Like her shows show out everything. Remember, she broke Ticketmaster. Three times <laughs> trying to get ticket, a ticket sold because they just go on immediately. Ticketmaster breaks on its own. So, like, <laughs> that that's what happened to Baby. He was touring, and then he tried to come over here, and he's competing with the three biggest monsters on the planet. Of course you're going to lose, bro. And, by the way, notice how I didn't name Drake, who has been on the tour for the last six weeks. He's also on tour. Mm-hmm. You've never seen nothing. I didn't even say Drake. 
because while he's a monster, mm-hmm. he don't even do numbers that Beyonce and Taylor do. But Drake is also on tour, bro. So like, no, little baby, you're not eating. I know I said that earlier. You said no, oh, because you was trying to say little Dirk. But yeah, I had said Drake too. Um, yo, what's this sound of freedom, y'all? What's up, Francisco? Frank, what's goody? You know That's about it. that? What? What's sound of freedom? You said. I don't know. What about sound know. of freedom, y'all? Y'all talk about that yet? What, talk that? about it. Selling out the garden, Drake too. Yeah, he be selling out the garden. The garden, man, what a nostalgic place to, to go and perform. That's got to be crazy. I Because you don't only hear music people talk about. You hear, like, every sport, wrestlers, like, basketball, anybody. The garden is, like, there's something magical about it. When you go there, it definitely feels a little different. Oh, trafficking kids, that whole thing. It's a movie yeah. about trafficking kids. The... um. That that's something that just needs to be brought to the forefront, because I think more the more people talk about that and make the awareness up like I'm in hospitality. So like I'm up on that. You know, I, I ha- they we have to take classes on what to look out for and like, you know, things to do and steps to take if we see certain signs of that and all that. Um, but I think more people should become more hip to that game. And I think movies like that are necessary, though. It's like. It's cringy to watch that. Like, I don't like, I don't like watching that stuff because I know it's real. It's not like it's like made up shit. Like that, that shit is really happening out here. You know what I mean? So, like, I think to to bring up the awareness, that's why those movies come out like that. So, I hope that they they serve that purpose because, like, you know, regular old folk can help stop all this stuff just by just picking up the phone, like, yo, I've seen this, I've seen this, I've seen this, you know, and just letting people know. Um, but yeah, that's that's. One of them real life talks, man, that ends up getting a little, I get, I get, um, it makes me get in my feelings with stuff like that. You know, that and animals, man, I just get, I get upset. So anyway, um, do better, everybody. Like I, we always say out here. So we were talking about music. Um, Nas, Magic 2 dropped on Friday. He's your favorite artist. One of your favorite artists. Um, did he do you some justice on Magic 2? What did you think? Talk about it. It's a cool album. Yeah. Yeah, I got some I, like I really like. It's a cool album. Abracadabra's that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the shit with him at 21. One mic, one gun. That shit yeah. is fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nah, he got some joints up here. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, me too. Um, I have to state the obvious because I do love him and, and in all his antics. But what in the world was 50 Cent talking about on his verse? So 50 gave us eight bars. What was he doing though, bro? And then he ran out of shit to say. So he ad-libbed for the next 30 seconds. It was so cringe. It was so cringe listening to him ad-lib and not actually finish his verse. And then the hook came back. And I was like, if you're going to just let 50 talk shit and the song fade out, cool. That's fine. But he actually finished ad-libbing. And then the hook came back. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? That was the worst song in the album, bro. (laughs) Yeah, like not, and and it's all fifties fault. I feel like, I feel like it's all fifties fault. You but know, he what sounded I mean? trash. He didn't say shit. He so- nah. he sounded horrible. Listen, I'm gonna be real. Don't with you, okay? you, but you, like he Listen, sounded terrible. Hold up, hold up. I'm be, let me. Uh, this is a real fan, all right. So let me tell you. Get it. Get it. I I press play on Magic Two. I'm just letting it rock, and I got to mm-hmm. listen to it the right way in my car, cruising yeah. around, listening to the joint. Right. So I listened to the whole thing straight through. And, and when I was done, I was like, yo, that was pretty dope. I kind of liked it. I was like, and I felt like it ended strong. 
You know what I'm saying? And I was like, that was pretty good. And then like I started listening later on. I started listening to some like reviews on it, whatever. And I come across a couple of podcasts and and a couple of them in a row were like, oh, everything was dope. They were like, I don't know what 50 was. And they were hating on 50 heavy. And I'm like, why did they hate on 50 so well? So I went back and I went, I played that track and I'm sitting there listening to it. And I'm like waiting like for 50's verse to come on. I'm listening and bro, you ever like intently, like you're sitting there like, and you want to hear the verse. So like, you're like really tuned in and you're like, you're cool. trying to hear all the words. Everybody shut up. Yo, I did that. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I thought, I thought he was doing like an intro to a, his verse, but it ended up being the verse. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. 50, you really shit on that one, man. That's, that was for the record. That's your man's. You constantly defending him. And I keep telling you how I love him, man. I love him, that but shit man. Was trash. I expect, was and so, I, when so you ask me about it, what did I tell you? No, I'm not looking forward to this. I know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. 50 trash. He can't rap. That was that was it was bad, man. That was bad. That was if, bad. If you ever I like the song motion that a, a rapper can get washed up, go listen to that 50 verse. That mm -hmm. is a rapper who is washed. Who's not even? I don't even know if he's trying anymore, bro. I don't even know if he's trying. The you know what I'm saying? Nas, eight bars, and then oh. just ran out of lyrics and just ad libbed. Of hot, like my boy like Monster says, junk stain. That's what Monster would call it. He called that junk stain. Got you know what I'm saying? Bunch of two Queens niggas. Yeah, nigga, we rich. Hey, yo, yeah, yo. Hey, yo, jungle. Where we going? We got money. We rich. Yeah, Queens. Yo, it was bad. Listen, the song motion is dope, though. I agree. Uh, what y'all think about Six Nine and Kodak? So I asked that question yesterday, and I was like, hell no. <laughs> uh, Six Nine and Kodak. What about them? I don't even know. I don't. I don't keep up with those two at all. Do Do you know? How what did you feel about? How did you feel about Magic? You didn't give your take. I like it. I thought it was dope. I thought. Um. I thought Nas came to play. Um. I I like the but, fact that he switched up his flows a bunch of times. Yeah. The beats was good. Concepts were solid. You know, I think you're always going to get that with Nas. He He's not too boring with it. With You know, he tries to get um, introspective on things from different perspectives and stuff. So you can always appreciate that. No, nah, I mm -hmm. thought I was happy with it, man. I was I was right there. I'm, I'm, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice follow up to what he's been doing and stuff. You know, so he still got, he's a very talented man. Do you, do you think Hit Boy saved him? Because I feel like the way Nas was rapping right now, he need to retire. And this is not because he's bad, but because he's not talking about shit. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what Jay Z realized when he ran out of shit to talk about. Mm -hmm. When you listen to 444, he was telling you about buying property in Dumbo and mm -hmm. buying $10 million mm -hmm. payments so they turn into $20 million payments. It's mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. no, like this, this ain't it for us. This not it. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And um, I think he recognized that. He just like, I'm going to give you one verse a year talking from my throne. Mm -hmm. That's about all I really need to say. Nas need to stop because this album ain't nothing but about him, what he used to do. Mm -hmm. How he used to get mm -hmm. it and how he's been around for 30 years, which is what the last three albums been about. Got it. It's over. If you want to end on Magic 2, I'm happy. Please don't give me an album at 50 years old doing this again. <laughs> you've given us five albums in four years. You had a you had a hell of a closing chapter of your rap career. You were 49 mm -hmm. years old. 
mm-hmm. it's over. Because if you do another one of these, talking about how you used to run it and what you used to do 30 years ago, I'm no longer a Nas fan. Now, now that saved them, the, comp, the, the cadences, the flows, not the words to me. To, to Frank's point in question, um, the fact that he raised his batting average. Not a lot. That, I mean, he did five albums in four years. His batting average went up by two, two points. Out, he, 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 went, he went two for five, right? Or like, like three for five? Two for five? What two would you say? After being, you, after being four for 15. Because I, 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 if I said three for five, I would say Kings of D's, KD3, and this last one, I would say, yeah, would be three for KD5. five. didn't do no streams. He didn't do no numbers. But did you it, it like it though? My question is, did you like it though? Not, no, but I've told you this already. Like, not really. Not I mean, I really. Like I like Kings of these three. I, I like three better than two. Magic, the first magic was cheeks. I know some of yeah. y'all be trying to like make it. No, make magic, sense. I didn't like I didn't like magic. Nah, the first yeah, one I didn't cheeks. like. Yeah, um, nah. KD, this one KD is good. Two was, was horrible. Yeah, KD3 was better. KD3 was better than two. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think it was on Kings of Z's one. All this album's level. I think this is a really good album. Yeah, no. Magic and KD1 for me. Two for five, 100%. So, like, 100%. if he two for five after being Yo, what up, so, three so. or four of 17, mm-hmm. he, like, six of 21? Mm-hmm. That's dirt. Nigga, like, that's dirt <laughs> numbers. Bro, that's like, hold up, Gabe. This ain't a bad and average conversation. That's <laughs> dirt numbers, bro. That's three of 11. Three of 12. 25%. One out of every... Five of your albums is cool. Is cool. I mean, it's but, four out of five is ass. <laughs> That's not good, bro. <laughs> That's, bro. If I drop five albums and four of them is doo doo, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you. Let me ask you. <laughs> next month in, in in the month of August. Yeah. Right. There's gonna be uh there's gonna be a lot of drops in the month of August. But two that I took note of was Chief Key coming out with Almighty So Two. Okay. But then I saw Joiner Lucas not now um busy. Yeah, can't wait. I've been listening to the tracks off that project. Can't wait. Right? Joiner, right? Good. Yeah. Were you ever a Chief Keef fan? Hell no. Oh, okay. Okay. Because he got a Absolutely lot of fans out not. here. He got oh, a lot of fans. Kids love his ass. Absolutely. <laughs> they love him. They out also here. love NBA Youngboy, who's also terrible. So I'm okay I with know. that. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm looking forward to joining Lucas, man. I'm looking forward to that. Not now, I'm busy coming out in, in August. I like that I made you a fan of his. Yeah, no, <clears throat> I really like that last He's year, good. man. He, he, he really did it. He really did that on that. Yo, I finally went to the Newburgh Casino. <laughs> I'm sorry. You went to the New York Boardwalk? I mean, the yeah. Newburgh slot machines? <laughs> yeah, the Newburgh slot machines. Angie and I went. I went twice. And now Hold even. On, you went back after going the first time. Yes, it's actually nice in there. It's nice. It's got what do you nice mean atmosphere. When you say nice, nice to look at. Yeah, like aesthetically, it's aesthetically pleasing. Like the layout, you know. what I'm yeah, saying it's, it's got it. It's got a cool. It's got a cool like circular like big bar in the middle. Right. That used a, to be the it, checkout counter at Bonton. Yeah. Yeah. I so. can't stop seeing Bond time when I when I look at this. Bond time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Get your shit off. No, no, no. I'm just saying for anybody who who had you know apprehensions about going over there, I actually Angie and I we enjoyed ourselves. We we uh, 
first time we went in there, we was there for about half hour, 45 minutes. We left with day money. All right. Okay. Okay. And then um, we had a good time. So then we went back a few days later and they took all their money back. But hey, yo, did, what? do they have tables with actual people on them? No, it's all electronic. But they do so, have they do have yeah. all the games, though. But you can't play poker on a machine like. What up, Sosha? Um, yeah, so what are you playing? It, like, were you just like trying to match hitting the button and seeing the number spin? Well, I do, I do, I do appreciate electronic roulette so long as there's a physical wheel there. Okay. Do they have right? That? Yeah. Okay. So that part I like. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I I could just sit there and play that the whole two hours I'm there. You know what I'm saying? Going red black, um, red black. Red black, red black. But I got my set numbers too. You know what I mean? So I do my set numbers first. If y'all want a little in the mind of Gabe when I'm gambling, I do all. I got my set numbers. I don't jump around and get feelings and all that. I got my numbers that I play. And if my numbers aren't hitting, then I start playing with the red black and just doing like the outside stuff and the middle third and, and all that sort of thing. You what's know what the, I mean? What's the, what's the uh, payouts on red black? It's just one to one. One to one? Yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Um, Cormega new album is uplifting. Cormega got a new album. See, I learned something new every day, blackout on this show. And I did not know what up. Sosa Sosa said, yo twice. And I'm going to tell you, yo, so so welcome to the show. What up, cuz? So so because it's because it's 50 50 when you do red black and they playing one to one. So mm-hmm. you ever thought about taking a stack in there and just putting it all in red and see if you get that two stack and then leaving? Mm-hmm. Or that, like that's too that's too too much of a risk for your blood. How you feel? Um it has proven to be too rich for my blood because I've never done it, but I have pondered that many times. Like, what's stopping me from just walking in here? I want to say I'm, I'm walking in with 200 that I want to gamble. Why don't I just walk up to the roulette table, catch a feeling, and put it on red or black, and that's going to dictate my rest of my day. You know what I'm saying? I've contemplated that many times, okay. and I've never done it. I am too I'm – too, I'm too pussy when it comes to I think I'm going to lose all my money. So once I start thinking about that, then I don't like that vibe, so I don't do it. There's a, The reason why I ask is because there's a version of a roulette that's called Escalator, like you said, Escalator version. Mm-hmm. So it starts off at, at – uh, Paying you at 0.75. Okay. So you bid a dollar to win 75 cents. But the but okay. the kicker is every time you win, that 0.25 is added on if you ride with what you want on. So if you okay. it's red black. So if you want on black and you keep it there, the next time it's one to one, the next time it's 1.25, the next time it's 1.5. Oh. It's called an escalator. Gotcha. I never if you let it ride. Before. Yeah. Never. It's fun, huh? Where you played that at? Atlantic City. Oh. Yeah. Is that the first time? I've never heard of that before. The first time I ever played it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The odds are not 50-50, though. There's green. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. No, we know. The odds, you know, they ain't never going to do nothing that is in your favor to play. You All you could do, I think the best thing to do when you gamble at a casino is, A, set a limit before you walk in. You know what I'm saying? That's probably number one to do. Don't visit um, the ATM. If it ain't in your pocket already, you can't spend it. Correct. It. Correct. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just set your limit before you walk in. And I would just say stick to your guns. If you got a strategy and you're doing it a certain way, do it that way. Because I have never, you're black. I have never been madder. I was playing blackjack, right? 
And you know how some blackjacks, they come up and they got the the little side bet and you put your dollar or $5 there and if such and such happens, and you get yeah. paid out on that. It's crazy payout. So one day I'm sitting there and I just, I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to play this thing every time. So I was playing like a $10 table and I was putting $10 on the bet and $5 on that. So it was a $15 bet every time. And I was just, I kept doing it. I did it like, I must've done it, bro. Like, like maybe eight or nine hands in a row I did it right and like three in a row I I wasn't getting nothing I hit it once or twice but then I wasn't getting nothing I pulled it boom aces come out matching aces come out that I get and it would have been like I put five dollars it would have been like 1700 and something <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I've never been madder the only other time I was madder is the day that I went to the casino on my birthday Angie, we went to a roulette table. I wanted to put $50 on either red or black. I ended up putting it on, I think, red. Angie, while the thing is spinning, runs over to me and she's like, but how don't you put it on 28? 28 is like, it's your birthday. And I'm like, yo, you're right. And all bets closed. Boom. 28 popped out, bro. I would have had 50 on 20. I would have had another 1700 right there. <laughs> like, gotcha. Well, look, this ain't this ain't the gamble cast. I was just curious that you went to the Newburgh Ball and played the machines. Listen, let me talk. My where the game right? is rigged and you have less. It, they're, they're, while the chances are already not in your favor, the computers you don't even have the element of chance because it's mm. programmed mm. like once every seventeen thousand and four hundred thirty-seven spins, someone hits right. a jackpot. Once every five hundred thirty-one, somebody wins ten dollars. So it's programmed already. And then there's a randomizer. So, like, it could happen sooner, but then there's a limit that it can't happen again if you run three in the same week for, like, the next six months. And I'm using general terms to give people an idea of how the computers work. So, like, at least on the table, there is an element of chance. True. The ball can bounce and hit hit black 12 times in a row. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. All right. Uh, Hats off to you. Whenever you're ready to go to Monticello. And run that bag up. Come with me. My my poison is, is poker. I told you this. I play I play Texas Hold'em. Mm-hmm. And you play just, Texas Hold'em like you actually play Hold'em against other people or you're playing just absolutely. against a dealer? Okay. Other people. Other Got people. You. And I whoop they motherfucking ass. <laughs> you, you know why? And I'm not going to be funny. And it's not a race thing, but it is a race thing. Because when I go to Monticello, everybody at my table is a middle-aged white man. And they just uh-huh. assume I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, which is hilarious. Yeah. And I'll be cleaning their ass the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, let me tell you something. I'll be looking so nervous. I'll be having pocket kings. I'll be like, hmm. Like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. they be like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be whooping a motherfucking ass. Like, listen, playing off their prejudices. What you gotta do? Get that bag up. Yo, sometimes it'd be no, like that. Come to Montessori with me one day, bro, and we can run the table. You, think you could do dollar two two dollar table. We can just have fun, but you can mm-hmm. watch me smoke these niggas, because really, you're playing them. You're really playing so- the people. You're not playing the board. Right. So how does that work though? It's not like a tournament you're entering. Um, no, you're just playing the table. They have so a tournament, you... but you're just playing the table. Oh, uh, okay. So and anybody can leave at any time. So like if you if you win four hands in a row, you're like, all right, I'm done with this. I'm out. You could just leave. Absolutely. And then somebody will take their spot because they're waiting to queue up. There's eight people to a table. Oh wow. That's interesting. I, I didn't know it was like I thought every time I saw people playing Texas Hold'em in a casino that they were part of a tournament. Not at all. Those tables just run. You're playing against the other seven people, and people will cycle in and out. People will take breaks and like go to oh, lunch wow. or dinner for an hour and then come back. Mm, that's somebody, interesting. Yeah. Somebody will take their spot in the rotation. Shit like that. Copy. Copy. 
um let me take this time out to say what's up to our sponsors you know what i mean yeah what up sponsors you know it's house of barbers he tells me he is ready to go in august that man is actually going away for a little while and when he comes back sal is opening up house of barbers right there next to maris uh high park y'all gonna love that go see sal my man house of barbers and of course all creek all your concrete placement needs i'm not kidding sidewalks your garage floors your basement the foundations you want to do a parking lot you got a building you want to put up you need a slab put down because you're going to put a barn on it you're going to whatever you got to do in the backyard you want to make it look nice you got a pool you want poured all that stuff concrete placement stuff it's all creek hit up my peoples all creek look them up on the internet all creek concrete placement llc my man, Ernie, you see the number on the screen, 845-413-9459. Shout out to the sponsors. Um, and we're going to take me off. There we go. And then shout out to WAP the Music, Culture Shock Radio, Cuzzle FM, and the Tattoo Shop Radio, all powered by Zeno.fm. Shout out to the Village Global Network, VGN. We in the building. Um, man, we out here rocking, bro. Listen, this Saturday, it's going down. I still don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to be watching this. I'm kind of playing it last minute because I think I can order the pay-per-view at any time. Um, yo, this Crawford-Spence fight, bro. I'm about it. I've been watching everything. I've been watching all the predictions. I've been watching everybody talk about it. I am so amped for this fight. I don't know how you feel about boxing. But we haven't talked too much about that. Are you a big boxing fan or not really? It's cool. Good fights are good it's fights. Good fights. Are, this is this should make for a good fight. Agreed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Spence whoop his ass, but yes. See, I'm uh, what's going on, Kimmy? Um, listen, I'm with Francisco. I think that uh Crawford got this, man. I really the boy do. too old, too slow. I don't think he's slow, and I don't think he's old, man. Nah, that boy is expense. 39 and old with 30k old walking people against chumps. They're not chumps, bro. He ain't beat nobody. Nah, he beat he beat everybody he had to. He had, bro, he, he got that paper belt. Get out of here, Gabe. He does, that paper yo, ass belt. Listen, he about he to have all four of them. He about, he about to, to have that same one and lose it. <laughs> He's about to have four of them. Yo, listen, I think that who's Spence the, is what? Who's what? Who's the lineal champ? Him. Um, Spence. Who? Right? Spence. What's his name? Earl Spence. Thank you. That means the man who beat the man. Where did where did Crawford pick up that trash ass belt from? Who he beat for that? Remind me again. It, it was a vacated belt that he had to fight for. Oh, I think. oh. so yeah, he beat he nobody. Beat, but he beat his nah. ass. Whoever it was, he beat his ass. Listen, and he beat up your boy Sean Porter, and he beat up Kale Brock. Kale was already done. Porter been a fluke, but Kale was already done when he met when he met him. Listen, was done. He stopped Porter though. Spence did not stop him. He had like the fight of his life <laughs> to get out of there with right, the 12 he, round victory. You're right. That was a close fight. But 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 why did Crawford make it look champ? so easy? Who's the lineal champ? It sounds like the kid Errol. 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 Whoop his ass. It's gonna be a good fight though. I'm with you, bro. He said Earl. So, so you, you order in the fight, right? Basically, what you're saying. I don't know. I just don't know what's going around town. You know, what I mean, it's much easier to just 
you know, sit in my living room and just watch it. But that also means I can almost guarantee you, Black, 98% chance that if I'm at my crib watching that fight on pay-per-view, I'm going to be asleep. Gotcha. Pay nothing. I'm going to pay all that money to watch nothing. Watch my eyelids. You know what I'm saying? So if I go out to watch it, I'll be up. I'll watch the whole joint. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know. It depends, man. If I have people over, maybe that's one way, you know, I can get that done. I know Zen Lounge had a dope little setup last time, and that's kind of close to me, you know. Over there in Newburgh, Buffalo Wild Wings, man, on 300, they usually have the fight on. Yep. Middletown Buffalo Wild Wings got their fight going. Jay's got the fight going. It's mm-hmm. a few spots. Yeah. So I might, I might, I'm, I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I think I'm going to step out for it. Um, just to watch Crawford take this win. I just I don't know if he's gonna knock him out. He probably will because Spence will take a chance, I think, at some point. And I think Crawford's gonna be ready for him. And that's gonna be a good night for Spence. But um that's tough to say, man. I've I've watched a bunch of footage on him, and it's not like this kid Spence is just some schmuck. Like this kid is this kid is different. He's nice, he's nice with it. I do agree with what people say though. He seems to be a little different after that accident, bro. That accident was real. Did you see the footage of that accident he was in? One car? Nah. Bro. Bro. He was flipping down the street in a white Ferrari or some shit like that, bro. When I say flipping down the street, I mean literally flipping down the street in this car. You know what I'm saying? And he he really, you know, he ain't been the same. He ain't been... He ain't been the same Spence since. He still got it because he he's just got the talent naturally. But we are gonna see. We are gonna see. I think it's gonna be a you a new new uh, undisputed. What are they welterweights now? Is that welterweight mm-hmm. welterweight champion Terrence Bud Crawford? It's gonna take that W. You see, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Thank you, sir, for your predictions. Can I ask you a question before we talk about one of these top 50 people? Sure. Because I think it's a cool question. Hold on. Let me share my screen. Let me share this screen right quick. While you're doing uh, that, can we talk about how I put up a picture of myself in a hoodie? Looking all what? handsome. Uh-huh. And everybody in my picture like, is that AI? It's like, why is it AI? Why you look so good? What the fuck? Because do you, you put because you put a filter on your joint, bro. I didn't you, hold up for the last time. Put I filters. didn't. I put didn't. You filter. Time out. I didn't do shit. The photographer took the damn photo and they filtered it, and it looks they like they always AI. tweak pictures. They tweak pictures. Listen, they they put a filter on it like a little girl. You want to put a little oh, wow. little See, now you're little, star, little star little really star emojis. Did. You know, Ain't none of that star shit going on. My little Ain't none of that shit going on. My little okay. like little little like starburst on the side. Okay. A little mm-hmm. in the eye, the pupil of the eye, little starburst. Look, he's a star. Oh my That's god! Crazy. Listen, they gonna hate when you're handsome. That's really remember, what it is. Remember that. Um. So let me ask you this question, man. This was a cool question from last week that we didn't get to. Um. And I, I want to see if we could get to it now. Hold on. Let me get let me get the cool stuff out of the way right quick. Shout out to the VGN Network. King Blackout and Gabriel. 
what legend that passed away would have had the biggest career? This is coming from Dre Wappingers. I know Dre and Wappingers. Um, interesting question posed just for the sake of conversation, right? So when I think about legends that passed away, we we have some very recent ones, right? Unfortunately, then you have like the the ones that you always think about, right? Um, and I tend to gravitate towards that conversation only because the nostalgia for me for like a Biggie and a Tupac is is crazy for me, right? Like height of their careers, like not even for for Biggie, was it really even the height? Like he could have, I think that could have went more. Um, interesting. What comes to mind? You don't have to give a name right now, but kind of like I just did. What comes to mind when when somebody poses a question like that? For thought food for thought type of question um team me up bro give me context what do you what are you looking for i don't know what you mean by that like if you think if somebody's like yo a legend that passed away like what what comes to mind what's a legend that passed away my and, first and, question is what is what do you mean by legend um i think what's the context the, I think I think when they say legend, I think they're they're referring to more people like the Tupacs. I think this is a Tupac Biggie question, to be honest with you. Like Tupac Biggie, Big Pun, you know, like those those really three. Then, but okay, I guess. So legend means old. Which who which person died a long time ago who would have had a great career? Is that what this means, basically? Mm, yeah, I mean, like, cause the recent ones are more like your pop smokes. You know what right. I mean? Was, was, was Pop Smoke on his way to a huge career that was going to eclipse XXX Tentacion? I mean, who you owns know? streaming? Juice right. World, who owns streaming still? Juice World's a great one. Years. Yeah. So, like, when you say legend, what do you mean? Do you mean old? You mean like that a long time ago? Because that's a different conversation. Yeah. Let Let's just take it. Let's just take it. What rapper? Let's 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 change one word in there. And let's say what rapper passed away. In our opinion, that would have had the biggest career to date. Who Juice was on their way? Juice Bro, you think? Because that's a good uh, one. That kid was destroying streaming. Mm -hmm. Was like destroying. He's the most stream. <laughs> Matter of fact, I can't even say that because because XX Tentacion mm -hmm. was just as big, which is kind of crazy for mm -hmm. somebody who didn't even have an album out. Mm -hmm. Like you would put out. 40 second songs right. they'd get 50 million streams in a day it, mm -hmm. it didn't make any sense what he was doing mm -hmm. um I, I don't know i guess this conversation is like biggie pop pun mm -hmm. um and i just think if i think if biggie stayed alive with the uh bad boy machine behind him with puffy he would have ultimately won that as far as popularity mm -hmm. i think that because Pac was aligned with with sugar and them that that would eventually hit the road his career anyway Mm. Just the people he was around would have sidetracked him. Right. Um, I think right. Puffy, the businessman, would have kept Big where he needed to be. And Big would be that guy. Um, I think Pun dying, and I don't, I don't mean this disrespectfully. I mean, respectfully, I mean this. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. Pun dying, um, people were able to look at him more like, it's going to sound cruel, but hear me out, like a mm -hmm. martyr. Like, you know, somebody who mm -hmm. dies for a cause, their, mm -hmm. their, their, their mystique is raised because of that death. Because mm -hmm. Pung was Latino and was one of the first to really break through being Latino and rap, mm -hmm. him dying almost propelled him into the stratosphere. Like, mm -hmm. because he became like synonymous with it him. It immortalized like, him. That's yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So 
I I I don't know if pun would have turned into hove. I because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people have done that um and have fallen off. Not saying he would have, I'm just saying like business wise. I think Puffy and Biggie as a tandem would have mm-hmm. just ran shit. And I think Pac would probably have been bigger if he wasn't with death row but it's probably that death row mystique that made him just as big as he was like this person who is hard as shit but talk like he got sense right right i uh i always i always uh gravitate towards um big in that conversation because i he just he the way he had the hip-hop world captivated um had he been able to continue that, I think he would have figured out along with Puff how to be even more in every home and be generally accepted by everybody. You know what I mean? I think they would have figured that out for Big because I, I think Big was willing to, to do that. I think he was willing to take those steps to to be you know, a household name. Like, There's no reason why he wouldn't have been as popular, if not more popular than Snoop. You know what I'm saying? Like Snoop to me is like one of the most recognizable, most famous rappers of all time, right? Um, I think he could have been that. So with um, and I do I do agree with you what you say about pun. I do think him dying kind of adds to the 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 mystique of him because he was such a potent lyricist. You'll always have that, oh man, if he was alive, what would he have say now? You know, what what would he pen now? You know what I mean? You'll always have that because he was such a lyricist like that he, he, that was his thing playing with the words you know what i mean so um you'll always have that and that adds to it when you can't hear the new creation anymore they're always going to have that what if you know um so here we are arriving at top 50 talk at 806 p.m eastern standard time over here in new york so what we talking about podcasts every tuesday 7 p.m make sure you're tapping in with us we've been doing a top 50 list for damn near the whole season almost um having some fun with it it's a list comprised of not the best hip-hop artists but the most successful solo hip-hop uh acts of all time right so any year and i want to talk to you about something when i say any year any year it's eligible uh man woman no group is eligible no duo is eligible Nope. One half of a duo is eligible. Yep. Sure. Is is can Method Man be talked about out of Wu Tang Clan? Yes. Can Wu Tang Clan be added to the list? No. Um, pretty simple. It's pretty simple when it comes to that. So this list is broken up into five tiers. Tier one's almost done. And for everybody listening in MP3 world, um, I'm gonna read this off real quick to you guys. I think you, you guys are MP3. Yo, game, we are streaming. No one's on the MP3s, bro. We listen, just stream. That's what I'm that's what I'm sending to them <laughs> to listen to. So okay. So in no order, but in this order, tier-wise. Okay, so in tier one, in no particular order, go backwards eight. just so that they don't think we're doing in the order. Start from the bottom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um Nelly, TI, Missy Elliott, LL yeah. Cool. Lil Wayne, Eminem, Drake, Kanye, and Jay-Z make up nine of the ten entries in Tier 1. Most successful solo hip-hop artists all time. Tier 2 Tier two is comprised of Kendrick Lamar, Snoop, Ludacris, Biggie Smalls, Nicki Minaj, Tupac, and Nazir Jones. 
they make up seven of the 10 in the top um, tier two list, right? So tier three, we have Will Smith, we have Jeezy, we have 50 Cent, DMX, Fabulous, and Future. That's six people of 10 in tier three. Then in tier four, we have Puff Daddy, Fat Joe, Ja Rule, Busta Rhymes, four people out of 10 in tier four. And again, in tier five, we have four people representing that so far. They are Lauren Hill, Rick Ross, Ice Cube, who's been in the news like crazy. Shout out to him and the big three and everything he's got going on with that. And the one and only Pink Panther himself, Cameron, rounds out our list right now. So if you add this all up, it's 10, it's a 21. It, we have 30 of the top 50 um, recognized and written down on our list so far. So that's where we're at. And every week we slots left 20, 20 slots left. Yeah. Yes. That's the way it is. Um, so when it comes to this list, you know, we got to have some good uh, conversation behind it. You can't just be throwing people up there. Um, some people have been debated and some people didn't make it. And um, others were on the fence and made it after some debating. So, um, Let's get into it. We have to do one of the most successful, I think, like on paper. He's he's one of the more successful rappers of all time. Um, but the discussion around him might be a little interesting. And who I'm talking about is the boy wonder himself. Lil Bow Wow, who does not like to be called Lil Bow Wow anymore. It is just Bow Wow. When I say to you, Blackout, and now mind you, everybody, Blackout is a hip hop artist. Uh, he stands about six foot four, a good, nice trim, 230 pounds. When I bring up Lil Bow Wow to you, so successful hip hop artist, you say? Goat. He's a goat. Talk about it. Goat. Bow Wow is the most successful juvenile artist of all time. Mm. Not even close most mm -hmm. successful artist under the age of 18 in the history of the genre and mm -hmm. it's not even close agreed um it's it's not even that i have to agree that's what the, the numbers say that's there's just no, factual yeah there's just um, numbers behind that has more top 10 hits than half the niggas on this list agreed mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so when you say when you say bow i think it's easy because he was a kid doing this Mm -hmm. To realize that he's a 35-year-old man now mm -hmm. and that he accomplished more before he even hit puberty than some of these niggas accomplished in their whole career. It's kind of crazy, bro. Mm. How it's much crazy. How, how how much credit or credit do you take away because of the the guidance and influence None. of Just Jermaine? You even gotta finish that thought, zero. Because it, it doesn't matter if it sound is crafted, so is every pop artist of all time. So is 90% of the rappers, you know, everybody's mm. crafted, everybody's uh, guided, everybody's given helps. Fabulous don't make beats. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like three mm. niggas on this list that do their whole work. Like Kanye make beats. You right. know what I mean? He rap, he sing, he make beats, he do it all. You know what I mean? Um, Jay-Z don't make beats. So it don't even, like, the, the, the whole goddess and crafting and stewardship don't even matter in Bowers' mm. conversation. It don't matter mm. if he didn't write half of that shit. Don't, it don't fucking matter. Mm. And now after, over time, it, it has come out that as he got older, he wrote more and more of his own stuff. Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, Jermaine had a had a hand in that. But like after album number two, it was mm-hmm. bow. Like that's just facts. And they talked about that in public. So like, do I take away from Bow from being a kid and having Jermaine Dupree help guide him? No. Do we take away from Biggie from having Puff? Mm. No. Like we just don't do that. Right. So with that said, now just yeah. thinking about thinking about the artist Bow Wow, right? Yes, yeah. he's been a part of, of some very big songs, you know what I'm saying? Uh more on the R and B type of, you know, feature type of deal. You know what I mean? He's had his own rap songs that have gone good, you know. Um does he have a classic album? Um, yeah. He does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does he? Yeah. He he doesn't for me. I'm just gonna tell you flat out. Like, I, I figured that you wouldn't think that because you like that wasn't my I, cup of tea. I, I get I mean? why you, I get why you say that. So let me let me leave it like this. Um, I'm okay with you saying he doesn't have a classic album. I don't think he would have a classic album to grown ups. Okay. What I'm saying is context is important. So when Bow Wow dropped these albums, he was a teenager, and I mm. think the people who was listening to him as teenagers would say, "Oh, that's a classic album." Mm. I think you have to look at him through the proper lens. You can't grade him against 25 year old ears. That's not who the music was for. Mm. Yeah. But everybody on our list has a classic out. Al- well, not everybody. Everybody that has a classic album on our list right now is recognized by everybody as a classic album. Because everybody that has a, who's on this list besides Bow Wow was a, an adult being listened mm-hmm. to by adults. Mm. So the like, first album wow. was a classic. That shit shook everywhere I was a kid. It absolutely. <laughs> it absolutely. And that's what, exactly where I was going. Um, bro, beware of dog. Um, he had that joint with Snoop. Was yeah, well, that's my name. Little mm-hmm. Bow Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, the shit was number one on the charts for like a month, bro. Um, mm-hmm. that bounce with me shit with Escape was number one in the world. Um, let's go through some of these joints. Puppy Love was a top twenty song. The Ghetto basketball Girls, joint. Ghetto Girls was a top twenty song. Thank You with Jagged Edge was a top twenty song. Take mm-hmm. You Home was a top twenty song. Um, yeah, that joint basketball with with mm-hmm. Jermaine and Fabulous and all them. That mm-hmm. shit, Let's Get Down, was a top 10. My Baby with Jagged Edge was a top 10. Let Me Hold You was the number one song in the country. Mm-hmm. Like You with Sierra was the number one song on the planet. Mm-hmm. Pop, rock, all that. Number one on the planet. Fresh As I'm Is was a top 10 song. Uh, Shorty Like Mine was the number one song on the planet, regardless of genre. I can stop. Out of My System with T-Pain was number two on the rap charts. I'm mm-hmm. a Flirt with R. Kelly was number one on the planet. How about... So, like, where when when you think about him in the context of this list, yeah, where where are you comfortable saying he belonged? Then he was Who? given the he was given the ball, and this is what he did with it. Are you are Bow you wow ten- Bow Wow from twelve to eighteen ran his generation, made his I own can- niche, right? I can't even imagine. Became Mr. 106 in part. Jesus Christ. What's up? I can't, I can't even imagine how much vagina that kid got. All of it. <laughs> he got all Bruh, of it. Exactly. Yo, tell him because Puppy Love was a classic. First album was a classic. He got like 15 top 20 songs. It's so, ridiculous. Who he 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 borderline tier one. The only thing that doesn't get it for me is the longevity. He don't got that. Uh, as far as the other people on that list, he don't got their longevity, which is why for me he falls into tier two. But he's definitely tier two and not lower. 
Doesn't he share the same longevity as a Nelly though? No, nah. Nelly had a decade, and Nelly and Nelly ran hip hop. Like mm-hmm. Bow Wow ran his segment, but while he was popping, Nelly was running hip hop. There's a difference. Okay, I like it. Yeah, to me, I like Nelly ran like hip hop. I like it. But like, you hear the number ones, the top ten. Like, it's pretty fucking sick, dog. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, like, your first yeah. four albums go platinum, double platinum, platinum, mm-hmm. double platinum. What the fuck? <laughs> you fourteen three, on this? Three platinum albums and two gold albums in his career, right? Yeah, that's where he's at. Yeah. What was his highest selling? What he didn't go diamond or nothing. What was it? What no, was like three three nah. times platinum. Three times platinum. Yeah, that's what I remember seeing. Um, Yo, cuz, say it again. Hearing those numbers is actually outstanding to hear because you don't think about it like that, but I just named off a legit dozen hits. Like, hits. Like, we was in, we was rocking, we was at the dances doing them shits. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We was in the whips playing them shits. Yeah. You ain't riding, you ain't riding, you ain't bumping like I'm bumping, you ain't saying nothing, shorty, you ain't fresh or something. That shit was hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right. Cause you was there. No, that's why I love this. The, the whole support that we have with this show is dope, and we have like every like age group covered. You know what I'm saying? I love that. Um, I'm not mad at it, man. I know, I know, Bow Wow was gonna end up really high on the list. Um, I was really contemplating, you know, giving him that last spot because I'm like, when I started looking at list the tier two. The only one that really like was able to match him with what he had going on song for song would be probably Nikki, then Nikki. Ludacris. Yeah, you know what I'm and, saying. And, and the more I look at, um, like if Nikki gave us one more album mm-hmm. with like three or four more bangers, like mm-hmm. she she moves to tier one for me. Like she's so were, close. Two girls in there. Yeah, yeah, she's so close to me. But it's the fact that she only got four albums. It's like what you. What you mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. Nah, she did it though, man. Like, salute to her. And like I say, we mentioned her earlier because the whole Barbie movie, man. I, I just think that I love when things fall into place for you know, and that that's one of those things, man, that fell on her lap. And it, it just she I think she deserves it. She deserved that little 10, 12% boost she got because of the movie. I salute to her. Um next on the list, man, is this dude for me. I've never gone through so much of a love-hate relationship with one rapper in my life, bro. <laughs> um, Who you got, bro? I got I got the one and only half of CNN on the list. He goes by the name Noriega. He's loved by the name Nori. He's got a dope oh. show called Drink Champs. Oh. Word. Oh. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thousand percent his cnn war report album is a hundred percent a classic in new york i don't know if it reached all of hip-hop to be a classic for everybody but i know for a fact that it's a classic right here in the tri-state like a motherfucker um his second album his solo album i think will be considered a classic before the CNN one just because I think he touched more people because it had all those hits on it. Uh, 
Noriega for me, I hated him when he came out because I felt he was so simple and it was like he wasn't really saying nothing and it just like didn't make sense to me until you know five, six, seven years later and like the songs are still playing and I'm like, oh yeah, it is kind of catchy and oh yeah, it does have like a good bop to it and yeah, I do like you know saying it's like oh I do know all the words to this you know I hated this song you know, um, Nori man, definitely made an impact in hip hop, um, definitely has mm-hmm. kept going after the fact i think that drink champs is such a great great i'm telling you right now if i had a rap career in any way and i was like rubbing shoulders with everybody and doing the shows and all that i would have ended up doing what he's doing right now because to me that's a dope it's it's finally tv it's just finally tv but i know everybody already fair enough you know what i'm saying and um I think that that's a dope contribution to hip hop. So I kind of want to include that in part of his accolade here. But when I bring up Nori to you and we're talking about the top 50 of all time, what comes to your mind? Um, wow, what a start. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a pivot. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, wow, what a great third act. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, Nori has three segments in his career he does it, it's nori the rapper yep uh then there's nori the Reggaeton. spanish rapper musician Yep. right and mm-hmm. then it's and then it's nori the talking head mm-hmm. um not the person i expected to be around as long as he's been around and be relevant me neither. <laughs> um, <laughs> me neither. <laughs> the fact that he that he leaned into his personality and his contacts to mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. one of the most influential shows on the internet, right. Period, right, is amazing. Right. You said it right, cause everybody loves and respects Nori. From my understanding, just a genuinely good dude. Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. all that being said nori ain't do no work in music now what mm. i'm saying is he gave a super thug mm-hmm. you know what i mean he gave us classics mm-hmm. war report is a classic scene and i i agree mm-hmm. but he got like four songs bro that that actually did work mm-hmm. he don't got no platinum albums he don't he got two gold albums mm-hmm. he got like three singles that charted top 20 maybe i ain't even looked but i just think i'm right Suit, suit, look it up though. Do I'm it that to. justice because, like, Super Thug, Band from TV. Um, I got it right here. Uh, NORE, all, all those hit. songs had to chart. Check it out. Super Thug hit number one on rap charts, which I knew that it was a number one mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Band from TV didn't chart. Wow. Blood Money didn't chart. Oh no, uh, didn't chart. Grimy didn't chart. It's tr- that's true. So, so I love the growth um, too. Nothing hit number three, which I knew mm-hmm. nothing would. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big song for him. Big song for him. And then it's the reggaeton shit. Mm-hmm. Oyemi Kanto, which was number eight. <laughs> What's up, Sam? And then a bunch of other reggaeton songs that did not chart. So it's exactly what I thought it was. It was, I said three. I was giving being nice. Mm-hmm. It's two songs. Nothing to Super Thug. He didn't have another song, period, that actually charted in the in the rap uh mm. genre. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
Thank you, Sam. I appreciate it. Let's get activated in the building. What? Um, NRE, Nori, since when niggas on the run. That's what I was saying. NRE. Hit 32. Hit 32. And the reggaeton joints didn't hit? Just just the one. That was the Oi Mi Kanto, which hit number eight. I mean, that's nice. That's Nothing else. That's a nice swoop in, though. Sure. You know? Um, I mean, not even charted at all. Listen, for me, Noriega, um, for me, he gets the super nod from me, um, mostly because of what Sosa's saying. You know what I mean? The growth that he's shown just as a person, the, the stuff that he's willing to talk about, the fact that he puts it out there on the sleeve, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you almost see like what he's thinking when he's sitting there interviewing these people. And and you can almost tell when he's like, all right, I got to, I got to not say what I'm thinking right now. So I'm going to say this instead. You can almost see it happening while it's happening. And you understand why he might pivot on a certain comment. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Cause it, it all makes sense, you know? Um, while the impact is is great, I think that he definitely shook he shook hip hop for a little while, especially when War Report came out. They were shaking things up a little bit, um, but they didn't. They they created a lot of. Um, they did make some noise, but they created like animosity in the hip hop world, if anything. Like, and people wanting to get at New York because we got these two like wilding out over here. Um, so yeah, he don't make the list for me. Uh, and it's tough to say because, he, you know, New York all day. But um, what he's done with Drink Champs, he's going to go down on some list somewhere with Drink Champs. That that show um, is super dope. And um, like you say, influential. And it de- definitely deserves recognition. So he'll get an honorable mention from me. But he, he doesn't make my uh, top 50 list all the time. How about you? Um, Yeah. Um, I like Nori as a person, mm-hmm, big um, time. But I also knew that musically, he ain't he ain't have it, um, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. I would take Nori's musical career. I mm-hmm. would take three songs in the top thirty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would take a number one hit in the planet. <laughs> yeah. I would take Super Thug. I could, I could perform that forever and get bread off of. Yeah. I would take that. Um, mm-hmm. and the fact that he parlayed those connections to just sitting back, chilling, and getting paid to just talk with his friends is fucking mm-hmm. dope. Mm-hmm. So, like, shout out to Nori. Respect to Nori. Respect to CNN as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but musically, he's one of those people who is who is regional. Mm-hmm. And because that region happens to be New York, we look mm-hmm. at him different. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. we're New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's true. And, and that's why these conversations have to happen like this, where we kind of, like, talk it out and we hear ourselves saying certain things. You know what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is not, it's not, it's not blasphemy for me. You know what I'm saying? Cause I've been thinking about this for a few weeks now. Like is Nori on the top 50? And it's like the reason why I want to put it, because put it this way, this, this is how I made my final decision black. And this is without looking at the numbers and just knowing that he had like, I thought he had probably like four or five songs that charted. Cause I would have thought banned from TV hundred percent charting. I mean, everybody that, that when that song dropped, I mean, you couldn't turn on the TV without that video playing. Correct. Right. Like, but it was New York. I knew it, I knew it was yeah. New York. Yeah, you know, um, but what what happened to me was I said to myself, would I even be thinking about Nori right now if Drink Champs didn't exist? Nope. And the answer was no. So that's how I made my decision. You know what I'm saying? Dope. 
His contributions are dope. And the thing is, he's not done contributing. That's the dope part. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's the dope part. He's he's contributing in other ways. Shout out to the Joe Buttons of the world, you know, Gilly the Kids and all them. Um, you know, and 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 um speaking of Gilly the Kid, man, RIP had like a 20-year-old son get shot and killed in Philly, man. That's that was crazy. That's um, crazy. You know, so well, already knowing shit though, like like New York, get the blood money. Uh, yeah. like the fact that I, that shit didn't chart is crazy yeah, yeah but not even on the rap chart not like, even I a know, little bit not was, even in was, the uk i can see all the charts no you not you know, like chart didn't it hundred on the chart it it made the weekly like video like hip-hop video shows it made those top 10 videos every week for like months but yeah man no um, one was buying that shit no one was buying it like that they were listening to it. They were rocking to it. They had ben, the dub. They had Band the from TV did chart for one week in the UK at 103. There you go. But that's didn't make any US charts or Germany charts. Wow. What an interesting, what an interesting uh career for someone. Cause like you are so right, Black, when you say um you wouldn't mind his career. Cause right? Yeah. Like but what we're talking about is like the uber successful people. And I think even Nori would look at Lauren Hill, Rick Ross, Ice Cube, and Cameron. He might have something to say about Cameron. But like, He'd be I, think wrong. He, I, I think he would say, yeah, I can't really say nothing about passing them in their careers. He knows he's not better than Lauren Hill and that he knows they're more successful than her. Rick Ross just told him on his own show, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Ice Cube. You know, Ice Cube done way. He, he's done a lot in in hip hop period. Um, yep. And then Cameron, you know, he's he's legendary. Cameron MC. had a four year run, and, and and Nori didn't have a six month run. And that's the reality. And, and arguably, Cameron had two classic albums. I'm with you. Pur Pur Purple Haze, classic. What's your mm -hmm. other? What's your number two? Probably is it Come Home with Me? Because I think Come Home with Me would be the other one people would look at like that. Come, come, yeah. I had, Home, he had all the hits. He had the old yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Oh, the one with old hey, boys. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. I want some. I get Welcome that one. I get the. I get the titles mixed up with the SDE. Sometimes I want to say the the sports, drugs, and entertainment one. But right, like, right. But that was original Cam. That that didn't go down. That didn't go hard. That, that yeah. That had some fun songs on it though. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, Black. The fire had horse and carriage. Yeah, that was one of his highest charting songs. Right um black i gotta oh. say this was 91 minutes of the most intriguing conversation this town has to offer the internet so i do appreciate you um i think we did it again right here on finally tv's what we talking about airing every uh tuesday 7 p.m facebook youtube twitch anywhere else i could get it going and popping at uh make sure you mess with us go ahead hit that like subscribe button you can follow King Blackout on Instagram, uh, Facebook as well. You can follow me, Finally TV, everywhere. I really appreciate that. Uh, we got to get out of here. But, Black, a uh, couple words before we go, sir? Yeah, you know, we have this list up, and it's been in my face for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I decided to not just go off of my gut, but to actually mm -hmm. look at the numbers mm -hmm. um, with one Mr. Tupac Shaker. Because mm -hmm. I wanted to know. If it was with my glasses that I didn't rate him high enough. Mm -hmm. I think we got him in the right spot. Yeah, I don't. We got to move him? 
Think we got moving, dog. Uh oh. And and I decided to not even count his posthumous albums Mm -hmm. into this equation, Mm -hmm. just the ones that he himself had his hands on. Right, which is only three. Just those. It's four. Mm -hmm. Um, because until the end of time, he recorded Uh, most of that while he was alive, and he was promoting. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, those songs were um. He was dead when they came out. I don't. I don't mean it that way. Yeah. But it was a body of work that they had in the stash, mm-hmm. and they pieced other piece together to, to kind of finish the record. It's more than a couple words, kind of by the way. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um. No, I'm sorry. My, my, what the fuck am I saying? I'm sorry. Um. Four. Two apocalypse now. Strictly for my niggas. Me mm-hmm. against the world. All eyes on me. Mm-hmm. I meant all eyes on me, which was the fourth one. It came out after he died, but right. that was his right. album. Right. I didn't notice, bro, that mm-hmm. that all four of those albums, when they released, when at least mm-hmm. double platinum. I ain't I ain't know that. Mm. I I didn't know he was hitting like that when he. I know now after the fact, Autumn's is like diamonds, but that's all yeah. with the streaming numbers. Yeah, yeah. They all, they all went double platinum mm-hmm. before his death, mm-hmm. and that he had ten singles <laughs> in the top twenty. I didn't know. That charted, you're saying? That charted in the top 20 before his death. I just looked at mm-hmm. before to understand if, because I know that after he died, his impact went through the roof, and that's true. Like, everything yeah. that was coming out that last, yeah. the next two or three years was through the roof. Yeah. But before his death, yeah, he had 10 he had ten songs in the top 20. So, mm-hmm. Gabe, I guess what I'm saying here to close out this show is that I think Tupac is the missing person from the tier number one. I don't think there's another person that we're going to name or talk about that even mm-hmm. deserves to be in consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you got four albums that mm-hmm. you worked on yourself, that's mm-hmm. more than Biggie's two, mm-hmm. right? That's that's better than Nas's 523 batting average. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it's Pac. His impact is there, his the rivalry movies. with Biggie is there, the movies there, the acting is there, the singles is there, the the, the beef rappers there, like because that was through the art of hip hop. Like, first of all, what you know what I mean? Like that that was part of the of, of the culture, so like. After thinking about it and looking and being like, holy shit, I didn't notice and trying to understand where the numbers stopped and where they went up. Mm-hmm. I think Tupac is tier one. Even without the longevity. He had six mm-hmm. years. And I think those four albums, and I think most people say that that, that he's got two classics out of those four. But yeah, you were given the ball. What did you do with it? I I I let me ask you this. Before I mm-hmm. before we end, mm-hmm. is there anybody else that you would see in that Tim spot from tier two? Because my only other contender, honestly, is probably mm-hmm. Nikki. Just how she's done it. Mm-hmm. I think kind of moving towards Pac. I could I could see. You know, yeah, yeah. If, if we, because like I've always, th- I've always looked at Luda that way. Like, do we have him in the right tier? You know what I mean? Because like he's very successful out here. <laughs> like, he you know, he's like very. He successful. He's been playing Ted for fifteen years, so you know. So I don't know, man. I, I'm not mad at it. Um, shout out to Sosa. He's giving up. He's giving you credit for for going back and checking the work. Um, gotta make sure. Gotta make sure. Now, nah, yeah, because, you know, we're going to have a great discussion on this platform about this list. So, you know, we want to cross all our T's and dot all our I's. But um, I'm not mad at it. So cliffhanger is what we're going to do. What are we going to do with Tupac? I'm Stay with tuned. You.
And if we make the argument for Nikki, I'm cool either way. I, yeah. I'm just going back, and we know who's left to talk about. I don't think there's nobody left who I can really say with a straight face would be tier one over a Tupac or a Nikki. I don't, I don't think so. You have any other contenders? One who would even be close to the conversation? I can't think of them. We've, uh, we've, we've talked about a lot of the real big heavy hitters now. That's where I'm at. You know, we'll see what happens next week. Besides that, we appreciate y'all for tuning in every mm-hmm. Tuesday, 7 p.m. All your streaming channels, Facebook Lives, 7 p.m. Black People Time for Gabe, mm-hmm. Angie, super producer, Big Ange, uh, Haves with a dog, that other dog that Gabe got that don't really fuck Louis. me like that, but I'm going to meet <laughs> Louie really, really soon. You know what I mean? For myself, for the tuners, for the viewers around the world, my cousin, I appreciate you. Sam, I appreciate you. Francisco, I appreciate you. I know all y'all watching tomorrow when y'all on y'all ride home. Or going to work or in the shower or cutting the grass. Mm-hmm. We appreciate y'all. Until next mm-hmm. time. Salute. Be safe. Hey. One.